Welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket Podcast. We definitely appreciate the listen. Do us a favor and click the like and follow to keep up with what's latest going on with the Grabbing the Brisket crew. Also, do us a favor, man. Drop us a review. We would love to hear the feedback. Good, bad, or Alden would say indifferent. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. My question is like, yeah, I mean, like, are we, are we still trending? We're trending. Oh, right, really? Good. Yeah. Uh, December, not so much. No. Uh, we haven't put out a whole lot of content. And honestly, December sucked last year, too. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I get it. I mean, everybody's, yeah. everybody's got busy. things going on. Yeah. yeah. Santa. Santa. It's all Santa. Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's busy. Everybody's doing their online holiday shopping. Jingle mm-hmm. bells. Jingle bells. Don't What's know if the that I hear? Jingle keys are gonna really do it. Hey, yeah. What's wrong? What's with you? that I hear? But we were we were uh, uh, trending on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean we. That is yeah, true. We're we're TikTok famous for sure. <laughs> TikTok. Well, I don't know yeah. if that's good or bad. Yeah. There's, yeah, okay. Talking to my daughters, right? The difference between a 19 year old and a 13 year old. Nitron was like, oh, wow, that's so great. Like, I cannot believe you've had that many views on one of your TikToks, right? 83,000. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, 85 something now. Wow. Right. So, and here's the, uh, here's the thing. I asked a 13 year old, right? And I said, hey, what do you think about that? It's like 80 something thousand views. And she's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's good. I'm like, hey, is that like, uh, you think that's like a lot or what? She's like, I mean, yeah, for you, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean for She's me? She's accurate. That's a lot. Like, what what do you have? Like, do you, I've, what's going on here? Why is that a lot for me, but not a lot? She's like, well, it's not a lot for TikTok. TikTok mm. is like millions. I was like, okay, again, how many have you had? A hundred? <laughs> You're going to fight your 13 year old? Yeah. I'm like, I'll stare her down. I'll stare her down. I was like, dude. Come at me, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, but uh, I'm super excited. And really, eighty-seven thousand people have seen you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. If what about a, famous? It's him. Really, I mean, I, I love the move too. The move is like where you're just jerking the thermometer out of the uh, yes. out of the holster. Yeah, right? I really wish that thing had a like little uh, hole on it, spin it like a pistol or something, because I totally <laughs> would have done that. <laughs> yeah, you would have. Yeah, I can. I can, I, I. Yeah, you could would, like putting it back, right? Yeah. Like a gu- old gunslinger. Yeah, for sure. I, I was. Uh, so what do I get? Like fifty cents per view or something? What? How, how's TikTok payout? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, we'll let you know. <laughs> right. oh, okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Up. Yep, checks in the mail. <laughs> Did y'all uh, disinfect my microphone? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we rinsed it out in the toilet. Okay, nice. <laughs> Kisses. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so we have we have topics before we whatever. I know we're yeah. we're, we're basically be talking about ribs. We'll do a little um, kind of like how to cook ribs, like like a little bit of re- recipe. I got like a little bit of a history lesson for you guys on okay. on ribs. I love it. Um, now whatever else we want to get into, talk about. Are we doing a beer review? Yep. Okay, beer love review it. two. Come on. Okay. And a and a meat review, right? Or a meat. Pass oh. out? Well, yeah, well, you missed that. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> what did I get? What did I end up with? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Shit. You weren't here. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> you literally missed out. Yeah. No, because I, I can give you some stuff out of mine. No, I'm just kidding. So. I mean, you, you get all I the stuff that, that, that yeah, yeah, you get all the stuff that we cook, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, though, man. Like, I didn't, 
I didn't even know anything about those people. They just sent a shitload of meat. Just added, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's uh, cool, man. We haven't, uh, I don't think we've met since we did the big cook for John John's no. Eagle Scout thing. Mm-mm. We got a lot of good feedback on that. Nice. I wish I could have tried something. <laughs> oh, the guys at work loved that fucking brisket, by the way. We did see, I guess Matt got a little Twitter famous off of that. Or TikTok famous, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he's uh He's viral. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, my royalty check and everything else I got rolling in. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going anything. You get nothing. <laughs> yeah, actually, not get, John, John didn't have the thing set up for like a creator page, so yeah. Right. Yeah. If that goes like two million views, that's yeah. zero dollars. <laughs> Damn it for yeah. you, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah but exactly. you, you have to be invited to the creator page, right? No, no you, you, you can you sign just up. Sign up. Oh, that's a question I was going to ask you. Because like, cause you're asking like, how do I? I was like, do I send you a video that I do? Not that I do good videos, but so it's yeah. a creator, so I can just get on to whatever, and, and you have the videos I send you, or that I do, I guess, right? Okay. Yeah. Send me a video. Well, I didn't know that. I'm not. I'm new to TikTok, man. Yeah. I got one where I'm wearing a thong, <laughs> walking around my bedroom. I don't want that video. <laughs> Wrong yeah. video. Oh, no. It's for your page. <laughs> it's good. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. All right, so, I mean, th- we are rolling live here, so this is a grab and brisket podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I know it's been a few weeks since we've recorded, so it's nice to finally get back together. I know we had a a, a little, um, what would you say, a vacation. Hi- yeah. Hiatus. A little hiatus. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll call it a vacation. It so. was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, I, I like, I loved, I missed this. I miss doing this. Yeah, I stress out like not posting one. <laughs> I know. I, I, I kept thinking, I was like, man, we need to post one. We need to post one. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. Uh, Thanksgiving was great, right? That's kind of what we just had. It's kind of the main reason why we haven't really gotten together. Yeah. And we had the, we had the huge cook with uh, John's son's mm-hmm. um, uh, Eagle Scout project that he was doing. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. Exhausting, it, but super fun. It's kind of an eye-opener for us, and then... You know, we can tell you, I mean, cooking 35 briskets is a lot. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but it's more than just, okay, okay, yeah, we, John's pit definitely can handle 35 briskets. Right. Right. But that's not like you're trying to, you're trying to put out the best quality piece of brisket mm-hmm. you can. Right. Like, I, I know like these, these other plate, we were just talking about a second ago, like Aaron Franklin's and, you know, uh, Killen's restaurant in Central Texas here that we have here. I, I know they're they're putting out quality brisket and quality barbecue and whatever else, but I I feel like they've got it down to like a this is how much you're putting on. It's very mass produced. Right, we're doing pretty near competition style. That's right. Yeah, so it's like one bite, and you're like, holy shit, you just went to Flavor Town, right? Yeah. Um, which it's it's good to eat it that way, but I don't know how much you can eat that way. Well, right? you know what I mean. Uh, I, I got a story that relates to that. Uh, Denny's friend uh, sent a picture. Apparently, that she had bought a brisket. Actually, I think they bought a couple of them, but they were supposed to be for Thanksgiving. She had brought it home, and then she had run out and do something, come back home, and her teenage son <laughs> thought that was dinner, and she sent a picture. There was like almost half the brisket gone. Really? <laughs> yeah. He had just gone to town. She was like, that was Thanksgiving. Like, what have you done? Oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> it was awesome. So it was good. You liked it. Oh, that's fine. I mean, but it goes to show you, like you're you're talking about Jan, um, Franklin's and and Killens and all these guys, the Central Texas style briskets. You understand why they just do salt and pepper? You know what I mean? 
because it's a little bit more or less time consuming. All you're doing is trimming, right? Maybe putting a little mustard on it, and then put salt, pepper on it. Boom! It's going into yeah. the the smoker. Our way, okay. You're doing a little bit more trimming. You might be doing a little injecting. You're definitely using a lot more rubs. You're layering rubs, so it's a little bit more time consuming. Right. Wrapping all that all that stuff kind of plays in. So it was kind of an eye opener for me, for sure. It's production for sure. Yeah. You definitely got to have a little, little, um, few hands on deck to, to yeah, we had, make that shit happen. We had lots of help. Mm-hmm. Watching John John trim a brisket was something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get. I did. I showed up. He was he was trimming. He was all involved, right? I mean, he was involved mm-hmm. the whole time. Uh, I did glance over a couple of times, and he was like, "This is good." And I was like, my eyes went up. I was like, "Oh, maybe <laughs> maybe just that spot right there." That, and that's a little, good. Okay, a little right there. Yeah. That kind of uh, looks like the surface of the moon, right? Like right. He trimmed right. it with safety scissors. Yeah. But but I did notice, like, the, I think I think he got better as he kept trimming. Yeah, maybe. So, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah. As everybody, I mean, right? More and more times you do it, you you get a little bit better. I know. Sure. So yeah. so so feedback. You know, we heard we heard from we heard from Raymond saying that you know the feedback from his place place of work, whatever else. Did you hear any? Did you try yeah. the brisket? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, and I got feedback from multiple people what, saying. What did you think of the brisket fantastic. yourself? I, I didn't get to try it. Good. It tastes like our brisket. Does it? Yep. Okay. That's good. Very nice. similar. Okay. You only, you only okay. had well, not really negative feedback. The only feedback I got was from Alex. Alex mentioned that the heating instructions were a little bit off. Oh, were they? I don't yeah. know what they were. I think it was probably 45 minutes at like 250 or somewhere around there. He said it, longer than that, huh? it was still cold. He ended yeah. up having to put it I in I don't go longer. by time. I just, when it's warm, then I eat it. Yeah. You stick your finger in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's oh, good. yeah. That's good. There we yeah. go. <laughs> that's funny. So that's funny. Uh, other than that, I mean, we mentioned the, the TikTok video that John did while we were doing this particular cook. And, I mean, let's be real. I mean, the star of the show is the pit, right? I mean, yeah, I Johnny, dude, yeah, people I see that. And I, I read some of the comments where we were talking about the, the damn, uh, what paint did you use to paint that? Right, and, right, right, all yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, so like, they're, they're pretty yeah. enamored. Yeah, and, or you might see like, oh, y'all are from Texas. I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. Y'all must be from Texas. Most of the comments were about the pit. There were some about the briskets. Yeah. And zero about Matt. I I would have to go back and read again. There may have been. <laughs> what about the holster? Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe some. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So so really it was the pit, and then a little bit about the brisket. That was it. Yeah. But there was a lot of comments. Oh, there was, yeah. man. That was yeah. about six thousand comments. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Have you commented yeah. on all of them, John? Um, no, I okay. I responded to a lot. I got probably more than a hundred, but. Wow! Yeah, Jesus. And then, I, some, I did like all of them. I put the little the little like yeah, button. You did six thousand times. Smash the like button. I did that. That's like I mean, how John? Did you John's have to buy like, a new phone? Up for like seventeen <laughs> hours just hitting the button. Like, like, well, like I was like, watching like, it the like, whole time anyway, so okay. it was fine. Okay. I was like up at like four a.m. in the morning, just like watching the count keep going up. <laughs> yeah, D- Denny. Denny made a comment to me. She's like, "I don't think he slept one night. I think he just watched the count go up." <laughs> So yeah, sounds right. I, I, again, if 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 you missed it in the, in the beginning, we said this. So, it, hey, it's huge for us because we're we're more around the the one hundred views, <laughs> right? Uh, eighty four thousand, eighty seven, eighty five thousand views for this. So it's like, hey, whatever, awesome, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's dropping a bucket. <laughs> um, no, but hey, I I really enjoyed I, I enjoyed doing. It. I enjoyed giving back my time, volunteering, um, my time for a good cause. Um, 
And yeah, I, I'm really hoping to um, maybe be compensated now for that. <laughs> <laughs> we knew there's, we knew you had something yeah. on your mind. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Jan saying, is a check in the mail or is it right. not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no check. I get up no really mail. early. That's yeah. funny. And I just see uh, got the benches and everything, man. So yep. are, are those delivered everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, done deal. Just waiting on his, what's he waiting on now? He he has a, a little review thing he has to meet with the board from the local council, and then he's done. That's Good. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's man. going to be a freaking relief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's excited. <laughs> he's excited to be done. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he is. It's a lifetime achievement, man. Yep, it really is. Now that was the day before Thanksgiving that we wrapped up on that. Did you end up just turning right around and? Cooking a turkey and everything else for Thanksgiving. Uh, no, I had takeout for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I Chinese takeout or no, something. No, it was uh, is Italian, but okay, yeah, it was good. But it's, it's funny because did not want to cook it when you know my uncle. We some family show up, or whatever. So we kind of like walked across, and it was for John. Um, and then we saw um, some pickup happening and whatever else, and then you were no more. Yeah, no, I was disappearing like as quick as I could. Yeah, yeah. you were like. Inside. As soon as the last one was picked up, basically, or we heard, you know, there's one person that I think came the next day, but I was like, I'm cleaning up now. You guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. I was up for like 40 hours straight or something. I know. It was ridiculous. I know. That was really cool. So I, I like seeing a uh, zombie John. That's, that's always fun. Was that the first 40 hour work week you've ever done? <laughs> Probably. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Well, it wasn't quite 40. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about you guys, Moore's Brothers? You guys cook anything for Thanksgiving? We did. Yeah, we got down on some turkey. Turkey, turkey. You do the uh, spatchcock Weber version? Yeah. We yep. did. Spatchcock Weber version. James uh, should have brined it, but he didn't, so he ruined it, basically. Damn it, James. <laughs> I did not ruin it, and then I did get confirmation from my brother-in-law that it was the best turkey that he's ever had in his life. Oh, wow. It is, yeah. That is actually true. It actually happened. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I made breakfast outside on a little Coleman stove, breakfast tacos. Yeah, that was Everyone fun. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nice. So that was good. Yeah, nice. Very traditional Thanksgiving with all the meats Stuffing and the sides. And yeah, all yeah. the fixins. All the fixins, as they say. The, the canned cranberry sauce. Canned cranberry sauce. Yeah, was I a huge that. hit. Uh, I don't need cranberry sauce at all. No. I do. No. <laughs> I need the cranberry sauce. Yeah, I, yeah, it's in. Yeah, the cranberry sauce comes out in the shape of a can, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just, and it makes that suction noise, and it goes. <laughs> yeah. I love so we had it. we had both kinds at mine. Yeah, we had uh, both kinds at our Thanksgiving, and I had both. You know, the the straight out of the can, just slice it in mm-hmm. little circles, and we I like had the, the homemade one. Just it's, it's just a nice uh, like palate cleanser. It's like yeah. Jello. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I I love it. I actually love it. I do too. It's not uh, bad. I just don't. I don't need it. Yeah. The only thing it's good for is on a leftover turkey sandwich. Then it's good. It's good. I don't need it on my plate Thanksgiving Day. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't even need to be on the table. I usually love to do that, but we had no leftovers at our Thanksgiving this year. That's a good sign. Yeah, two turkeys and not a scrap left. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Not really. Uh, I you, love taking them home. Yeah. So you did. Matt. Matt did the deep frying uh, turkey this year. And then what was the big thing? Else? You deep fried. Uh, what? What was it? So I followed up with a chicken. Yep. Which came out good. Uh, but the ribs were a huge hit. And I got that idea from you guys talking about deep frying ribs, which I'd never have done or even thought about. 
So just cut them into every other bone. Yep. Season them up and put them in like a little basket like you would crawfish or something. Drop that thing in there and I think it took like five minutes or something to cook. Pulled those out and I mean those were those were gone. They were quick. phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Deep, deep fried ribs will change your life. So you just season them and throw them in there. Yep. yep. The seasoning doesn't just wash off. It, it I think it just it just no. same fries like it so fast it deep, locks it in. A deep fried turkey, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. But it's not like breaded or anything, right? No. No. You're breading it. Okay. Mm. No. But I mean, it was it was a huge hit. Everybody was like talking about like they wanted more of them. So now I'm going to do some this weekend. What kind of ribs were these? Just pork ribs. Pork ribs. Yeah, St. Louis style pork ribs. All right, let's do beef ribs. Can we do beef? That's what I'm about to say. Can we do beef ribs? Yeah. <laughs> Deep fried brisket. Oh, it's it's crazy good. Nice. Good to try it out. Nice. Right. Hell yeah. We're in, we're in to deep fry everything. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I, I think Jam. We were talking about this maybe yesterday or the this weekend, and you and your son did like a deep fry session a while back and it was just what can we deep fry well that's way yeah, it started off by we saw something i was like i can do that we could do that i was like he was like okay and i was like well, let's go to the store <laughs> okay. so we went to the store and i bought like i mean like we made like we looked up recipes to make funnel cake and whatever else right which hey i'm not gonna lie funnel cake's really hard to fucking make <laughs> like in order to get to do the whole like I don't. I, you like need, the, you need like a big spoon that has like a lot of holes in it, right? Huh. And you ladle it through like this, and that's, that's how you do it, right? Well, either you, either there, you get one of those um, little um, things that you pour the mix into, and you got the little button that has the hole at the bottom that opens up. You know, what I'm talking about that Mm-mm. just drizzles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like an ice cream scoop with holes on the bottom. You could just do like a condiment bottle that's like squeeze it out. In there. I, I know. I think it's too need, fine. You need, you need something a little bit thicker, probably yeah. about. Yay big, you know, funnel cake size. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we screwed that up. <laughs> you, you guys doing the listen to the yeah. podcast? You can't really see what I'm doing, but uh, yeah, I, I'm making the size. It, it was not good, but when we got done with that, and we we made it right. We got on the, on the thing, put some powdered sugar on it. We ate a little bit. I was like, okay, this is good. What else can we deep fry? And that's when everything was like, we found a candy. We found shit and in our our whatever you had, right? Whatever we could do, Oreos, Oreos, <laughs> Snicker bars. Uh, we potato did potato salad. We did whatever, whatever we could get our hands on. <laughs> no potato uh, salad. No, that no potato awful. salad. You did uh, not throw it over at that. Yeah, I thought that was but, the same night. Uh, it was fun. Some yeah, deep fried potato salad balls. <laughs> yeah, why not? I that mean, sounds horrible. It's actually pretty. Probably I bet pretty you it would good. be good. No, deep fried mac and cheese. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. Well, you've seen how they do like the mashed potatoes. Your leftover mashed potatoes the night before. You take those and then you stuff it with cheese, jalapeno, and whatever, and then you deep fry them. Nope, never done that. Done pan-fried. And they're awesome. Yeah. Okay. There it is. There it is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do, do we have a, a topic for this um, episode? Well, I mean, Matt was talking about ribs, so, yeah, I mean, this is perfect segue into our pork slash rib discussion in our, what did we name it? I forgot. Pork, uh, I haven't been here a while. Is it, it, is it pork series? Pork. No, it's that's not too pork easy. That's too do we call it something no. else? Well, we had easy. a steak series. We can't pork do a pork series. Palooza, pork a palooza, pork a rama. John's good with those names, remember. so he'll come up with it, and you'll see it in the name of this uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're we're gonna sit around and talk about pork. Talk about more specifically ribs. Yeah, that'll be the first little thing, and then as the the, the weeks progress, we'll get into different, I guess, cuts of pork and all that good stuff. So we figure, why not just go right off the bat to ribs. We're familiar with cooking it, with the, doing the competition with the brisket ribs and chicken. Mm-hmm. How about pork? How about pork? Ribs. What's wrong with pork? 
I, uh, I, I think back to this, and it's, it's almost like the, um, what was the Chris Rock? What, what, what was his line? Uh, it was, uh, I'm going to get you suck. No. Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm going to get, get you sucker, sucker, the movie. Uh, where Chris Early Rock 80s goes in. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, where Chris Rock goes into that restaurant. He, he looks like he is just like, he looks like he's a crackhead. Looks like a crackhead. Yeah, he's in there just bartering with a guy like, like trying to just get him down and everything. Like, <laughs> how much for a drink? I, I was pour my pour my hand for a dime, you know, and whatever else, right? And he's like, it's 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 two dollars for this, and he's like, good lord, that's a lot of money. Uh, he goes, well, how much for a rib? He goes, all right, ribs. He goes, no, no, it's one. Like a, it was like a rib rib basket for he's whatever like, it is. I, I, we, we don't sell. It. And so the guy gets pissed off. We don't sell ribs by the one. Blah blah. blah. And so then the dude. Chris Rock turns around and was like, there's like five bucks or whatever it is. And he starts counting the change in his hand. And then he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a stack full of hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, got change for a hundred? <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. I love it. So maybe that's what we'll call it. Got change for a hundred? Got change for uh, like one rib. I don't know. <laughs> or, is that yeah. where that came from? The t-shirt? How yeah. much for one? I, mean, I had no we, idea. Yeah. We do have a t-shirt out there. Is how much for one Good rib. Lord, I have the shirt. I had no idea yeah. what it meant. That, that's really? Where it came from. <laughs> yeah. It's, you just thought it was a cool shirt? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, how much for one rib? I don't know. Yeah, so I, I was thinking before we get into it, you know, at work, I was super busy with a lot of uh, work, work stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was on my lunch break, and I was trying to bang out uh, my episode. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> all day. You called me 10 times today, James. Right, yeah. So so we, me and Jam, I mean, as we discussed some of the earlier um, podcast episodes, we, we did competition together, and so w- one of the first things that we really had – well, Jan killed it in the brisket game early on, but one of the things that I got into was cooking ribs, and we killed it, like, really right off the bat. It wasn't me, James. I'm going to tell you right now, that was all you. I mean, I say we. Hey, it, this, it was guy, us. this guy shows up to a cook-off, and we're like, like, I got brisket, and he's like, hey, we're going to enter um, we're gonna enter ribs. And I looked at him and was like, I don't know how to cook ribs. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. You're cooking ribs. And he's just like, no, I got this in my head. I've been thinking about this. I got this. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I basically just sat back and followed his lead the whole entire time as he's doing this. And uh, like he, he's got this saucepan set up. And he's, we're combining sauces. We're combining seasonings and whatever else into the saucepan, mixing everything up, using that for our glaze and everything else. We get first place the very first time we ever enter ribs. First place rib. Out of like... I don't know, 30 or 40 teams, like really, really good teams. They're like, how do you, they were like, people tried them. They were like, holy crap, this is really good. What did you do? He don't know. He don't know. He just, <laughs> I don't know. He no, I, I knew exactly what it was. And, and it reminded me because uh, my uh, um, uh, good friend, um, Pat Daigle, um, rest in peace. I mean, he, he kind of mentored uh, a lot of people he did a lot of cooking and stuff like that i know he taught me how to cook chili and stuff like that yep he always gave me a hard time on those ribs because i kicked his ass every time and he oh, tasted yeah. them and he's like none but a bunch of Cairo syrup all over them ribs <laughs> so salty so yeah. mad he's yep. like man you just pour Cairo syrup all over and I'm like, I'm like pat i can't help it these judges love freaking sweet sauce they, they love it and I think after that, I mean, I went on a string like winning like four or five competitions, first place, boom, 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 and then now, all of a sudden, everybody's doing sweet. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's when my uh, it started kind of leveling out a little bit. But the playing field did. It, you're right. right. They were using brown sugar back then. Yeah. But hey, I'll tell you. So the very first one we entered, first place uh, ribs. Second time, first place ribs. Third time, first place ribs. It wasn't until the fourth cookoff that we did. James, I think James got second or third. Second. Little I was trick. like, I know, right? <laughs> so crap, man. Yeah. But, so when yeah. was it when you started realizing, like, oh, okay, I can do this, I can do this to ribs or that to ribs? Was it like one cook off, or was it just like, hey, maybe I should try to start, you know, learning how to how to you know do different shit or something like that? I I, I'll be honest. I mean, when Jan said, "Hey, don't you, you you do ribs? I'm gonna do." I'm like, okay. I went right to Google. How to cook ribs? <laughs> right, right. How to cook competition ribs? Yeah. And I started reading, and I, I probably got onto a little bit of more Kansas City style, Memphis style, some of these 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 other places that do a sweet, tangy, spicy kind of sauce. And then that's what what, what I tried to develop. So I mean, I basically took like craft hickory honey, which is, I mean. Just a very kind of OG barbecue sauce. I mean, you had Kraft, you have Casey Masterpiece, you had, I mean, of course, Sweet Baby Ray's, but this was something that was pretty much sold everywhere in the country. So I was like, well, this hickory honey, it's not so bad. I taste it as sweet. Well, you know what? I'm just going to add like another like half a cup or a cup of brown sugar to it. I'm going to melt that all together. And then I was like, well, it probably needs like a little bit of a spice. So let me just get some Tabasco sauce and just four or five dashes of that and we sit there and just taste it and taste oh that tastes pretty good and then we sit there and slather the ribs then we'd wrap them up then we pull them back off we'd slather them again and then turn them in first place every time i was like okay great <laughs> this Fantastic. is easy okay. this is easy yeah. I, I i so it's a good question you ask alden um as far as like doing a competition cooking and then trying to think like when did i start realizing i could cook something something else or whatever else to be, to be honest, I never really consider myself, and even now I don't consider myself a great cook or anything else. I, I know how to cook. I know how to cook. But back then, it's funny. I could cook a brisket. I couldn't make a steak. I could not make a steak to save my life. I mean, I thought I could. I thought I made great steaks back then, but I overcooked them. They were just, it was always, it wasn't, it wasn't good food, you know. But I could cook a freaking brisket. And, and, and people are like, how do you cook that brisket? I'm like, hell, I don't know. Like, it's, you do this and this and this and this and whatever else. It was like, like, how do you make any other dish? I don't know. <laughs> I, I cook brisket. So uh, it, a lot of, I tell you what, that, that thing fueled my fire to start learning how to cook other dishes. And then I think once, once James, when he pops that, pops that rib recipe, and I'm like, dude, why are we not cooking chicken? This is easy. Might Why don't well. we cook something else? It was an open category. What? Of course we'll cook in it. So, uh, and plus, the you know, brisket seemed like back in the day it was always the money. Uh, right. It was money meat, right? Big money. You, you got it yeah. like back in the day it was like a thousand dollars guaranteed first place on the brisket, right? And then you had a Calcutta or whatever else. But um, and it's probably that way now. Still, it's still the, the everybody wants to win in brisket. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. Like we'll cook briskets, but how much brisket do you actually eat? I'll eat probably three or four ribs. Zero. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I may have two slices of brisket out of a whole brisket. I'm like, I'm done. I, I don't want any more of this. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, 
It's very rich. It is very rich. It is. And I'd, I'd still rather have it chopped than sliced myself. No, but, on a potato? You know. All day long. I, no, I don't think I've ever had one on, in a potato. Really? You talking about brisket sandwich? Yeah. I, I like brisket sandwiches for sure, but I don't think I've ever had one like in a, in a spud. Or, oh, man. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah, you yeah. are. Oh, man. Do that. I do that with some sliced sausage guess what y'all on top suckers, of that. Guess what y'all suckers mm-hmm. is making this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Cheese, jalapenos, sour mm-hmm. cream. Okay, let's just go let's cook go, something. Let's, let's okay, let's get, back to, let's get back to uh, pork um, ribs. Side note. The McRib is back. Y'all guys getting down on that? Do you, no. do you have no. you? I saw a lot. I can of tell memes. you right now. I've never had a McRib before. I have. Have you? Yeah. Are they good? I used to like them before I had barbecue. Yeah, right. <laughs> it like. tastes like barbecue sauce on a piece of pork. Well, a piece no. of something. It's yeah, yeah some it, kind of it tastes undescribable like, meat pressed yeah, together. Or some very, weird thing. Yeah, have you in seen, the shape of a rib? Yeah, yeah, it's tender and it tastes like barbecue sauce. I don't. I think That's they used it. to do this. They I don't know if they still do where they would press it into a way that makes it look like there's a bone in there. Still, they do. Yeah, yeah, they still do that. Yep. Oh, Does it look like I the Operation like Game rib bone? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I've, I've never had one of those ribs. I've neither. Maybe kind of. I mean. I only know this because I see it all over TikTok. Uh, we got these McDonald's employees like showing you how you, how they cook them. And they pull them out frozen. Honestly, God, they look like frozen hamburger patties that just <laughs> are in the shape of like the right. It has the rib. Bone, He's making a rib with his fingers right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't see that either. This is the the <laughs> live video. Twitch stream that we're yeah. doing right, right now. We should. Um, do well, the big thing now is everybody's recreating them. Yeah, I saw Matt uh, Matt Rourke do. Uh, he's got a recipe on his YouTube mm-hmm. where it? he recreated the McRib. Yeah, oh. basically you just got to do a rack of ribs, way overcook them, pull the bones out, and slap it Baby on some backs. bread. Yeah, yeah, and barbecue sauce, onions, and pickles, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But everybody freaks out about the McRib, and we won't give it too much. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. And uh, yeah, we're not talking about that. Okay, so I, I was doing a little research earlier today, trying to get the history of barbecue ribs and and apparently back in the day and i'm i'm saying back in the day this is probably pre-20th century um cooking ribs was really just non-existent it was just a a a discarded piece of meat that that nobody really wanted and then some of the 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 research that i went through is like some people had like the the pre-notion that like okay so we're talking about like pre-civil war era era where you had the the antebellum places where they would just give the 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 crappier cuts to the slaves and then the masters would take the 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 better cuts and then i i learned something like that the whole phrase high on the hog is 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 comes from the the tenderloin muscle that's what usually the rich people mm. all the good ate. meats are at the top of the pig all the good meats yeah. are at the top of the pig and then so oh, cuz you live in high on the hog you, you live in high on the hog for sure hmm. okay. Hmm. okay wow so the more you know so, so where so did, how the, did when did it come from so so how, how did that or, let me let me get okay. to, I, I'm yeah. pulling out my <laughs> okay my fancy fancy yeah. uh, article that I got from SeriesEats.com. We'll take a picture of him. We'll go post this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got the um, author Robert Moss. So give a little credit where credit is due. I don't know if you can hear that. Just the authentic page yeah, turning. Ta- tap it on the table a few times, like straighten everything yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You should have stapled it. That would have made it 
authentic. It is stapled. It is stapled. I know, but on, on air, you should <laughs> oh, have stapled right. it. Okay. And I'm not, not going to read this four-page article <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> Thank I'll, God. I'll kind of no? paraphrase a little bit. But basically, the invention of refrigeration, like mobile refrigeration, really helped propel the rib cooking and, and that type of stuff. Because prior to that, Ohio area, I think oh, Cincinnati, Ohio, that area was really big into um, pork production just because of the, the location of the rivers, the farms, the communities and stuff like that yep. to help the bring that all together. But at that time, before the whole um, refrigeration, they would take barrels. And so they would basically process this pig and they would put everything into this barrel we're talking like chins uh jowls jowls yeah jowls jowls they'd stuff everything into this uh barrel and then they put a brine on it so basically a brown sugar uh rock salt brine that they would sit there and brine these pigs with cover them up and they ship them transport them all over the country the thousands and thousands of slabs of ribs that they would collect during the whole process they would go give away for free hmm. like basically boarding houses and stuff around in the community all they would have to do is just take their basket and take it to these butchers and they would just fill it up with racks of ribs oh man i wish i could live for back free then. yeah uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> for the free ribs yeah so it's like it was like lower than the uh the fajitas at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And, so, and, it, and it got to up in that area. There just still wasn't enough people that were consuming these. They end up just dumping it in the Ohio River. All these racks of ribs, just like whatever their their waste byproduct, just they're just dumping it in the river. Remember the good old days when you just go to the river and dump <laughs> shit? Yeah, you're just swim like, around. You can find a rack of ribs. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, mom, I got a rack of ribs over here. Something touched my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. That's funny. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so, but then, then the invention, and then it went into a little bit uh, talking about um, back in the day, they would wait until the very first, like, I guess, not really hard freeze, but really very cold, first cold front that would come in that would have a, like a, a temperature below 40 degrees that would kind of, they needed it below 40. Below 40, but above freezing. That way, can uh, the, they can start processing hogs outside. You know, natural refrigeration. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So nice. that was pretty oh, interesting. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that a little further along, but uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting about ribs. I mean, and then with the invention of refrigeration and you know the 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 railroad and the the refrigerated cars and all that good stuff, they were able to, I guess, change the way they process these. Pu- hogs and they're, they're able to distribute all these meats all across the country yeah but I'm, I'm thinking there's one guy one guy was like here take these ribs and they, they probably went home and boiled them and whatever i picked the meat out of the it bones. does say like one of one of the recipes in this article does say boiling the ribs yeah it's boiled everything par boiling par boiling or whatever yeah. you, you pre-boil it and then they recommend throwing it on a charcoal grill to grill them up crispy right <laughs> right that's not we're not doing that <laughs> that sounds uh, wrong <laughs> but I will say, um, the one guy, the one, I mean, like, I don't know what year this happened, but somebody took a rack of ribs, and they were like, I think I'm going to cook these indirect. Maybe smoke them for a little bit. 
Just hit me out on this. Yeah, is that in there somewhere? Is that and guy then, in there? And then he's like, got any butter? Maybe some brown sugar? And then <laughs> and then just drizzled it and wrapped them in and cooked them. So you think this one guy nailed every step his first go out? He no, was no. just like, oh, we, no. Should, we should just do this and no, this I think, and that. I think it was an accident. It's like almost like he was walking by and he, he spilt the sugar, brown <laughs> sugar. He's like, oh, dang it. What do I got to do with this? They're ruined. Then, oh, well, I'll do it yeah, anyway. Like, maybe his wife was in the kitchen. She's clumsy, right? Doesn't know what she's doing. I can see that. S- spills, because she can't cook ribs. It's, it's back in the day. <laughs> and then, you know, she spills the uh, the brown sugar. He's like, you've you've ruined it, right? You've ruined my ribs. I got to go out. The guys are coming. I got to turn and cook them anyways. And she's like, she probably, she probably says something like, well, just... Uh, Here's, here's some foil. Why don't you wrap them up and hopefully it'll be okay. Yeah. Maybe she's the mastermind. I don't know. Here's some butter. Right. Yeah. Here's, put some butter on. It makes everything better. I am on, I'm on page with um, point with you because it probably was a woman that started this. And the guy was like, no, that's not, that's not going to work. Right. And then right. it worked. And then it worked. And he goes, and that's all like, my idea. Yeah. I'm a genius. Right. And then I agree he with says, you get your ass back in the kitchen. Woman. I agree with you 100%. Uh, this is a man's duty out here. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing <laughs> it's, way, it's way back in the day. Wow. Right. It's okay. way back I, I, in the day. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. James brought up, you know, and then, back then in the And then Rick gets <laughs> invited to the barbecue right. over to the neighbors. He's like, hey, man, I want you to make your ribs. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> right. I need, uh, my wife left me. I forgot what she did. <laughs> Oh, I got uh, diphtheria or cholera or cholera. something. <laughs> I got that polio. What's the other one? Pandemics are hilarious. What's, what's the other one that swept the nation? Malaria. You had to get, you had to get the damn uh, smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah. Smallpox, no joke, man. Oh, that's where you get it like you the, get, get it on that. the blankets and stuff like that. And, Dude. Yeah. You get it with smallpox, you're, you're not looking that good. You're walking around like, uh Hey, hey, Frank! Hey, don't touch me, man! Get off of me! That's, that's back in the day where, like, right now, I, I get that we're going through a pandemic and everything else, but is it a little different? Yeah, we're eating at restaurants. Yeah, it's not. There's no smallpox pandemic going on right now. At a restaurant, when you're sitting down, John and I talked about this earlier. You're sitting down. The COVID can't get you. Right. If down. you're sitting down, you're fine. If yeah. you have a fork in your hand or a drink, COVID can't get you. No. <laughs> uh, however, let's go back to when there was smallpox. Let me tell you. Whole big different thing. You had a pimple on your nose, you're probably going to get quarantined. <laughs> okay, you're like, uh, he's, he's breaking out. He's breaking out. I can tell it already. Get his ass outside. This is it. Poor middle age. I mean, some poor teenage kid just like going through puberty. No, I promise you. Look, I don't you touch your face again, son. Get your ass outside. Yeah. Hey, thanks God. Thank God for vaccines. Because I mean, without that, I mean. We'd still be probably dealing with smallpox. Yeah, polio. That's polio. A, that's a great one, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, it's, a, it's not. It's not. It's it's a great one that we cured, right? How um, many fools walked around with that pink shit on your body for the fucking chicken pox? The little what? dabs, the little dabs, of that little pink medicine on your body. Calamine lotion. Calamine. Calamine. Is that what it's called? I don't yeah. remember. Just man. lotion. Y'all remember that? Yeah. It's just lotion. I was yeah. probably five years old when I had chicken pox. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember getting to take an oatmeal bath, but that's about it. I'll I tell you what. Pink now that you've had, mm. now that you've had that, Can't get your shingles. wrist for shingles. Mm-hmm. I thought you couldn't get shingles. No, if you that's chicken pox. No, that's what happens if you have the if you have chicken pox. Now you you'll have the shingles virus. I thought it was the other Are way you around. Sure? Yeah, I'm one hundred percent sure. No, I'm not even ninety nine. I'm one hundred percent sure. Okay, so then ribs. Uh, <laughs> hey, Back you, on the ribs, guys. Pandemic. Hey, 
Um, Sorry, we haven't met in a while here. It's, uh, <laughs> right. it's, it's rough getting back into the cooking track. thing. So, yeah. Sorry. Little fun fact, uh, history-wise on ribs. And there's, there's a lot of different cuts of ribs, you know? So you got mm-hmm. the, the spare, the St. Louis, the baby back. Well, it's a different rib. Baby back's a different part of the rib, right? Correct. Right, yeah. Spare right. and, and the uh, St. Louis, Louis are, is just cutting the... It's just cut a different way. It's the same yeah. ribs, basically. Right. Is there another rib? Um, yeah, there's the... Detroit rib, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the short rib, <laughs> the, sh- the short rib, yes, yes, and the medium rib. That's that's all located on the 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 rib portion of the 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 hog, the pig, short mm-hmm. rib. So, there's somebody who doesn't know much about barbecue listening. Like, oh, I like taking notes right now. Like, all of a sudden, getting that Detroit hey, rib, that medium on. rib. Right now, then he stops. He goes, yes. "Okay, I'm turning this off. I'm literally not getting anything yes. off of this." One yeah. of you, please go to your butcher and ask for a Detroit rib and let us know what happens. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, that's going to be the name of the podcast. Y'all are talking about me right now. Yeah. The guy that don't know much about yeah, RQ. Detroit I'm about to. Ribs. I'm about to get out of this podcast. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Alden was taking notes. I was taking rib. notes. Like, oh, okay, nice. Like, hey, babe, uh, can you go to the, go to the store and get me some Detroit ribs and uh, see if they got some of that blinker fluid? Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm super excited to get into the different methods cooking. And yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I you see the evolution of this, like. Boiling it and cooking it over coals, right? That's that's a method of cooking. I, I don't know. Uh, some restaurants actually do that still. Um, and then, but you go to like you know three, two, one method, or you go to you know the the two and two, where you're basically you're wrapping in uh, ten. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways of. Yeah, cooking. you got the Rodney Scott version where where method where he doesn't wrap in. It's your heaters cooking over live coals the whole time. Mm-hmm. Indirectly though, right? So Indir- just- well, uh, directly, indirectly. So he's he's cooking. It's like a direct in direct. He's cooking over coal coals, but the coals are probably three yeah. four feet off the ground. Right. Or the meats three four feet off yeah. the coals. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. It's just getting this. Just oven, like an oven, basically. So it's Correct. Really, what they are. But he, I mean, he's cooking the ribs in probably like two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. We are going to post a recipe on the website. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll go into talking about the the way we do ribs. The, so we we do the, and I say we, I think I'm speaking for everybody, but I, I could be wrong. So we kind of two hours smoke, two hours wrapped. We've done the three-two method, where where you cook it for low and slow, two twenty-five for three hours, and then wrap it for two hours, and then unwrap it and leave it out for one hour. Yeah. Um, if you want your ribs like ridiculously tender, fall off the bone, that's probably the way to do it. Like if you mush want meat, I don't yes, want mush yeah. meat. If you want that, that's the way to do it. If you want a little bit uh, a texture, a better, a better bite to it, yeah. Then I think the way we do it, it's a little better. Right, but you'll have to watch out doing that three-two-one method. If you have too much sugar. Oh, yeah. that, it'll it, caramelize. It'll, it will caramelize and it'll get hard and crusty and all that. It tastes burnt. Bad yeah. stuff. Nasty. I so, have done that. Yeah. We have yeah. we have a lot of experience with doing just a two two method. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so two two method. Think so. It's 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 two hours at two hundred and fifty or above. Two fifty, two seventy five, somewhere in there is what right. I usually yeah. do. Temperature. Um, and then two hours wrap. Two hours wrap. That's not butcher paper wrap. Typically, that's a that's in a tin foil, so that's, that's like a, it's steaming. Right. We're putting putting some stuff in You're there. Putting some butter, yeah, brown sugar, mm-hmm. you can maybe, put other maybe stuff a little honey, stuff like that. Yeah, honey. Yeah. You have to watch out. So if you if you keep it around the two fifty two seventy five range, you're pretty golden. You're pretty good. 
if your pit gets away and it gets up above 300, that's when you run risk of scorching the meat mm-hmm. and burning the sugars, uh, whether you put brown sugar or honey or, and even burning the butter. I mean, if you put, if you put real butter in there, if you use some of the parquet or the fake, the stuff that comes in a blue bottle, then I think those can hold a little bit higher temperature. Mm-hmm. So it's something you have to keep a, keep a, a, a mind out for, eye out for. Yeah. Keep your mind keep out. Keep your for mind it. out for it. Keep my <laughs> mind out for that too. God, they don't let you get anything. They don't, man. Yeah. Keep your mind out of Daggers. the gutter. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would say again, you know, don't forget, you know, I think, you know, what the guys are talking about most times is more competition style of ribs. You know what I mean? Somebody just goes to get a rack, a rack of ribs at the store, you know, they're probably not maybe gonna do the kind of stuff that we do because we're taking layers of shit off of of the ribs, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, the the cook has to be different at that point. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's great. that's a great point. Think about, like, how many times we, in the backyard, if I'm cooking, like, like I'll do, like, the snake method on the on the Weber. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't go through all the craziness or whatever else. A right. lot of times, I don't even wrap them. Like, I'll, I'll leave them unwrapped on there, especially for the baby backs. Mm-hmm. A baby back... Oh, they're going to cook so fast. On Grill the pit. Them up a little bit. I yeah. love those. A little bit yeah. indirect, and then I go right over to the direct, just get the good temperature, good caramelization, pull them, and then I eat them like a freaking maniac. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, let's start off from the very beginning. So, I mean, boom, you, you open the rib, uh, pull it out of the pan. You're like, go over and like, the first day, God made the <laughs> earth. <laughs> <laughs> the heavens and the earth. <laughs> You know, the second day, uh, he made true, pork yes. ribs. No, that's true. Then the second guys. day, he pulled that membrane off. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do you pull the membrane off? Don't pull the membrane off? What are we doing, guys? Every time. I, I, I pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. So w- one thing I kind of learned, or w- one thing that, that I'm hearing, people are 50-50 about it. Yeah. Like, Aaron Franklin doesn't pull membranes off. He's got a restaurant. Again, I guess it's more of kind of labor-intensive to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing like 40, 50 racks of ribs... I mean, it's going to take you a while to to burn through that. So I I completely understand that. But one thing you have to keep in mind: if you do cook ribs that you cook a little bit more well done, a little bit more fall off the bone. Right, that membrane might be the only thing holding them together. The membrane might might be a good thing to have. Yeah, as John mentioned, to hold it together just a little bit. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure it gets like at that point it's almost crispy, like you can bite through it. Yeah, because if you're just cooking it just enough, or you know. Then you might bite down on it, and then you're just like try to bite through that membrane. Chew and throw like right. bubble gum. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, I've never had an issue. I mean, I do it at home, and I typically just leave the membrane on. And yeah. the way the way we cook it, the way it comes out, I mean, I'll bite into the rib. I can't even taste the membrane. You know, usually, like Matt's saying, it's crispy. I bite through it. It's all good, but we do uh, make our ribs a little bit more well done. Mm-hmm. So we, we usually hit the like the two oh five, their two ten mark when we probe these guys. And you could probably just pull that bone just right out. I mean yeah, yeah. that's how I like it. I'm sure there's probably a lot of people out there that maybe a little bit uh, north of Texas they're like, Oh, that's not the way you cook ribs. Right, I mean, you gotta you know, have that you gotta have that bite through where you just bite and the whole meat just doesn't come off the bone with it i mean and i yeah, understand if, I, it, if I mean, i'm cooking ribs for my family and they come off the bone everyone's like amazed you know you do the competition <laughs> it's like i guess i lost you know <laughs> like yeah. if it's if it's well, that if it's come off in that ibca much. though they they like it like that it's a yeah. it's a plastic knife or a plastic spoon yeah, I guess and if, knife. if they're cutting What's it off using, then yeah right. they're not yeah. Sure. Right. yeah yeah so you don't have a sawzall when you're going to come to judge you know what i mean so. yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, you're in there cutting with a little thing, and, yeah. and you're, you feel so. Uh, that's one thing about judging; you feel so obligated to hurry up and oh, you rush. Feel rushed the whole time. You're like just saw and eat, saw and eat. So I actually never judge the uh, ribs. So is that how they do it? They they have some of them sectioned probably away for just looking, and then some for eating. Is that how they do it, or are they just? I've never done ribs. No, you get a you get a plate full of the rack. The, the, the plate the comes to you. The, the box. box of it comes to you. They're all cut. You you'll take your knife. A brand new knife, a brand new fork. You cut a piece out of the box? You cut a piece out of the box. You eat it. Then you pass the box and throw your knife and fork away. And does the next person have to eat a cut off where you cut it? Because when I did chicken judging, there was two pieces of chicken in the box. Uh, one you can't touch. Yes. And yeah. You save one for final it. table, basically. Yes, they want... they want you, And they'll have a new knife and fork. And you want one cut off, of, uh, off the same bone. And then once that bone's gone, you go to the next one. No. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Because they want to save... For the final table. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. And it's free food. Yeah, it's some shitty ass food. What it is? <laughs> sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's, it's free. Sometimes it's it is good. Free. Sometimes you're shocked, but like I, I'm, I'm sometimes I'll take a bite. I'm like, oh my god, this is like way better than what I, yeah. I've done. That can, and, that's never happened to me. And then I'm dissecting it. Well, for for flavor wise, I'm like, this is something new, and now I'm like, okay, what is that? And then I'm still making mental notes. I'm like, I'm trying that at home. I'm trying this at home. I'm trying this at <laughs> yeah, home. You got six boxes piling up. Like, Jan, taste the next one. Taste the next one. That's right. It's mm-hmm. uh, kind of a life pro tip uh, for you guys ones. out there that are listening. Uh, that that you have competitions that are happening in your area. Go judge. Go judge. I mean, yeah, they're begging it, for judges out there. They're right? begging for them. I mean, they no. they want you to come out there. And I know some probably have to be certified to be judges, but I know. IBCA, you don't have to be certified. Yeah. Only the head judge is. So it might be shitty life pro hack or whatever it is, a tip, but you can go get free food. Yeah. Yeah. And you pretty much just get fed all day. All like, day. Through. And you can get alcoholic beverages. Yeah. I mean, you can do Bloody, Bloody Mary. Yeah. You get there, you get Bloody Marys, you get yeah. dessert. Let me do the little chicken, ribs, brisket. Yeah, you can do every round. Day. You'd be there all day yeah. long eating. You, you will <laughs> exactly. be tasting some things probably that you're like, that's disgusting. Well, so that's yeah. the other. That's the caveat to this. Yeah, it's going to judge chicken, and when you cut into it, you're like, oh, "That's red." Yeah, if there's one that I don't <laughs> want to judge, it's chicken. That's raw. <laughs> yeah. And then here's the deal: they tell you, if you, when you open the box, you cut into it, you take the bite. You cannot spit it out. You cannot excuse yourself from the table. Bullshit. You eat it. Whatever. I would leave else. immediately, dude. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, and I, I had something that was questionable. I was like the texture of the raw chicken. It wasn't raw, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was like 150. It was very rubbery. It was 148. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I think I'm gonna get sick on this. Yeah. Uh, I just swallowed it and I had my beer down, so I my beer up, took a drink, and I was like, um, that's a zero. So go suck it. <laughs> She um, just flip the table table over, just like nobody I'm gets out. anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So speaking of that, man, what's the uh, the whole new rules with the the new thing you sent us the other day that the new sanction or whatever it was? Oh yeah, we have a new uh, sanctioning body. But yeah, uh, what's it called? I don't know what all the all the rules are. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the folks that are running are going to be on the show. I think in it's, January, it's Texas, so, yeah. whatever Texas barbecue. Yeah, I yeah, that, yeah, something like that. But Texas yeah. Barbecue Society? It could be that. Right. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be on um, They'll be on the show soon talking about it. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, our, our recipe, you take it, you pull the membrane or not, and then then what do you do, James? Now you're going to reach for your handy-dandy good old barbecue seasoning. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say no are you? Are I'm you glad using, you didn't say no book. That's what I was Listen, thinking. <laughs> are you using a binder? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, half the times, no, I don't use a binder. Yeah, I, I mean, usually don't. Pork is already naturally, uh, I'm not going to say slimy, but I will say slimy. It, it's already moist. It already has a lot of whatever. You can put mustard on if you want to. I usually do. Yeah, why not? It didn't hurt. Yeah. But I, I have been fine. And I told Jan about this this past weekend. We, we did uh, wings. We opted out of the whole mustard rub mm-hmm. and just went straight seasoning onto the chicken. Dude, that skin crisped up a little bit better. Really? That makes sense, I guess. Than having the mustard ones. Mm. It might be just because the mustard just has that, uh, it just takes a while for that to burn off. Mm-hmm. It could be. The skin just doesn't have a chance to start breaking down. I don't know. We're, we're still going to play around with it and test that a little bit, but I know those wings were super crispy. Are you guys drying your wings really well before you season them? No. So you should be. That's what I was thinking. Like and I've heard that they'll crisp up better if you dry them really well. If you first. dry them, and I, I take when I'm at home and I'm doing wings, I'll never do it here so you don't, you don't ever have it. Uh, I do baking powder. Mm-hmm. And I'll sprinkle a little baking powder over all of them just to really dry the skin out. And I rub it over everything and then add my seasoning to it. And I put them on, and they do come out really crispy that way. That's that's a that's a pro tip right there. I don't give that out to everybody, but I guess I just <laughs> did. Uh, the baking powder, which I learned uh, from from a buddy of mine that's really really good at cooking wings, like it's a legit way to. Uh, you don't need much, just a, maybe a, a tablespoon, just sprinkle around your wings, rub it in, and let them just pat dry. Everything else, make sure there's no moisture or anything else. You get crispy wings. Yeah. You know what else helps with um, uh, drying out moisture is uh, cornstarch. So if you're you don't know, do it, James. Don't do that. If you're Anyways, feeling do a the, little, do the baking powder. Don't worry about the cornstarch. <laughs> so listen to me. Don't listen to James. Turn his mic off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. So if you feeling a little chapped, yes. Okay. So you put the seasoning on. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. write this recipe down. It'll be on our website. So if you're yeah. trying to follow along, take notes. Don't don't worry too Let's much. Let's just do a recap real quick. Yeah. You pull, pull the, the membrane, membrane or don't pull the membrane. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, you can add mustard or don't add mustard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then use your favorite handy-dandy barbecue seasoning. Yeah. I, I think we're caught up. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so here's what you do. So number one, you, you throw down a layer of garlic. That's right. Right. Take your garlic powder and throw down a layer. And I know your your rubs, your seasonings, or whatever it is that you're using has it in there already. Throw down a nice little layer of that. I, I like where you're going with this, James. I really do. Uh, and typically, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know why I'm doing this. I should not say anything. Uh, I, me, personally, I don't like the garlic first. Really? Oh, I always go garlic first. I, I, I don't. It's, it's, a, it's a method that we've all got conditioned in doing. Yeah. I personally like doing a coarse black pepper first on the meat. Hmm. On ribs. Well, that's ribs and brisket, to be honest with you. What? Yeah, seriously. Then then I go with garlic. But I like I like doing a coarse ground. That's me personally. This is for me cooking at home, <clears throat> me, whatever else. I like the black pepper first on the meat. Hmm. Just a, a thing that I think I, I think I remember us doing that. In the beginning of our cooks, when we started doing this in, in the competitions, and then we just, I just, we stopped. We just, for some reason, just went whatever. I don't know. But when I'm at home, like I always go to the black pepper first, boom, and then whatever. So, okay. I, I just a pro tip from 
Again, another another break tip. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah, just the tip. So after the garlic powder. And then now you now you want to go with a nice like um all purpose like seasonal type deal, right? So you want to throw a little salt in there. Mm-hmm. With the rack of ribs, I mean with the with the pork, it's pretty fatty. So it can take a fair like liberal amount of salt. And then after that, you can probably go with whatever your your all-purpose barbecue rub. Barbecue rub is rib rub. I mean, there's quite a few out there that are that are pretty good. I mean, just off the top of my head, trying to come up with a rib rub. Fiesta. Uh, yeah, Fiesta yeah. is a good Fiesta, one. Fiesta brand for sure. That, yeah. I, I, we we had her on the show. It was one that we've always kind of gone to, whatever. But Jess Prowl's hard, red rub, hardcore carnivore. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that red rub is phenomenal. And let me tell you, when you put it on, the rib just looks phenomenal. Yeah. It looks great. You looks can't like beat the color. No, yeah. you cannot. Well, you I think if you go with that rub, then you probably maybe scale back on the the seasonal salt mm-hmm. one that I recommended earlier because her rub is. I think pretty much all. I don't think there's a whole lot of sugar in there. No, I don't yeah, think it's so. Not a sweet rub. So no. it's a very salty, savory rub. Anyways, no, it is. Yeah, I, I think I, I think the big thing you're trying to say here is that for me and and for us, whatever else, we're really into layering our seasonings. Uh, it's not That's something true. that we don't go buy one season and go. This is what we're using. And I know all the seasoning manufacturers out there. They think that that's like our rub. Just use this one thing. This is what it's going to be. I'm never going to do that. I don't care mm. what kind of season you have, probably. Uh, just because I feel like the layer just, it helps. It just, and I, I don't I don't rub the meat in. I always pat it in or whatever else. But the layering for me, just I feel like you get a better, more consistent flavor out yeah. of that. And I think it builds a better bark having the different, the it different does. textures of it does. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very, very hard recommending. I mean, because I mean, we have listeners that are all, all across the, the globe. So it's hard recommending rubs. Or even just flavor profiles because everybody's different. So sure, you're right. Man. You basically just right. do what you're used to, do what you like to taste, and and you, I think I mean there may be some people out there that just like I want one rub, I want to put it on there, and this is what's going to make it good. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times that's not the case. You know, like you guys are saying, like I can layer it, I can put this on there, I can put this on there. I got some salt. This one has less salt. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. You know, you, get, you 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 have to know how to layer exactly. Your, right. your, your and, shit, and build you know what a, I mean? yeah, build yeah. build a flavor profile, sure. right? Yeah, and there's yeah. there's certain rubs out there that you probably didn't necessarily think that they would be good on, like ribs or something like that. But one little uh, um, recommendation from us, I mean, the fajita rub from Fiesta brand, Fiesta, that thing goes on everything. I mean, you could use it. <laughs> true. You could use Fried that potatoes, as a, a, whatever on brisket. You can chicken. use that on on chicken. You can use it on. You ribs. can use it on goddamn tortilla chips, homie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's, that's you, you use rub. that as a kind of like a AP, like a SPG type deal. The salt, pepper, garlic. I mean, you use it on whatever you want. That stuff is phenomenal. It is. It is phenomenal. Um, there's a what's the? I'm trying to think of the rub. Um, we had Heath Riles on the the everyday rub that he has. Yep, that's good. I love his uh, jerk rub. It's got a little spicy one that uh, I don't know if they sent that or I just stole it from one of you guys. But I got a. Uh, the hel- that. Was it the jalapeno garlic? No, it's 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 like his Caribbean jerk rub, and uh, I put that on 
on uh, ribs all the time. It's James asked awesome. me if I it's if good. I took that from his house. Now yeah. I know where it's at. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he, 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 it's so messed up. He went to you first. It's so messed up. All right. So uh, basically, you season it, right? Once you get it seasoned, are, are we letting it sit for a little while before we put it on, or are we just throwing it on the smoker? What's going on? I, yeah, I would say. Well, so James taught me this as well. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, he did. Uh, let the meat sweat. Nothing wrong with that. Let let it let it breathe. Let it open up. Let it get warm. Let that let it draw some of the moisture out. Uh, and then once that 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 pulls pulling starts happening, um, it's what is it like uh, reverse osmosis? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, where Sucking it starts some of that salt back into the, the salt meat. goes down in the meat. It pulls that juice and everything else back down in the meat. So the, the pulling and everything else. I used to never do that. I was like, uh, we seasoned it. It's time. To, well, I take it back. For for brisket, we always did it. For brisket, for for other things, I was like, just put it on, <laughs> just put it on, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I go back to the seasoning though. The one we just had with Rodney Scott, mm-hmm. his whole hog seasoning. Oh, that shit is legit. That is a complete. It's not. I still I would, think it's my favorite seasoning. It's my. It is my favorite seasoning that we've tried here so far. Hmm. Like, all around, just a good spicy rub. That's pretty good. So, it layers itself, man. It does. It's pretty good. It really does. Um, so check that one out. You're not gonna get. You're gonna get like one ounce when you buy it. So uh, <laughs> be prepared to, to start buying a bunch of them. But uh, Rodney did say he was gonna work on that. He's yeah, gonna get he a little uh, bulk package out uh, there. But yeah, you're you're right. So I, I let it sit, let it pull, let it pull that flavor down into the meat, mm-hmm. um, and then James, I don't know what 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 your method is for really. Is, is that what you would do? Or no? Yeah, no, yeah, okay. exactly. I mean, you let it sweat for like 15, 20 minutes. And then there's a lot of like, uh, I guess, we use, uh, whether you're spraying the, the apple juice or whatever it is, so you can probably kind of speed that process up just a little bit by rubbing the meat down and then taking a little spritz bottle and spraying it down and let that sit for a couple of minutes and then flipping it over to the other side, repeating the process. If you want to... Just let the meat sweat, then yeah, you can definitely rub it down, let it sit for about five ten minutes, and then repeat the process. Once it starts sweating, and once once you see it start pulling up, I mean it's ready to go into the pit. Uh, that's our method. I mean, right? And you put it on the pit at about two fifty, two fifty, two seventy five. Uh, I probably wouldn't go any higher than than two seventy five. I mean, it at that point you kind of just run the risk of just. Especially a lot of pork rubs have a lot of sugar yeah, in it, so you, the, you run the risk of rubs. kind of burning it a little bit. Right. So you run it two hours at, at 250 to 275, and then mm. then it's time to wrap. And then yeah. you wrap. And you wrap in foil. You don't use butcher paper. You're wrapping foil. That's right. That's what we do. I mean, you can use whatever you want to do, yeah. or you can do it the right way. Get some foil. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Listen, I love tell it. you guys what <laughs> <Yeah>. to do. <laughs> For a competition... I will tell you right now, you're going to wrap in foil. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not wrapping in a butcher paper. Okay, and what are you guys putting in your foil when you wrap it? We talked about this a little I, bit I already. Think, yeah, I think you can do anything you want. There's I a lot of Any lot of profile options. you're this looking is, yeah, for. This is where everybody can get creative. Because, yeah. I mean. It's your time at that the, point. The, the OG, the original, is, is the Johnny Trigg mm-hmm. wrap, which everybody does these days, which is the, the parquet butter, yep. brown sugar. Honey, he throws in a little bit of extra, like uh, at the time he was doing tiger sauce. That's right. Mm-hmm. But and you know then, what's funny? I don't even like tiger sauce. Yeah. I never liked it. 
I'm not positive I've had it. But, it, it, uh, it gives you an Asian, like an Asian spicy kind of just a little tang flair to it. It sounds good to me. I probably like it. It's but, not yeah. bad. It's just there was a, pro- a profile there that I don't know if it was the parquet butter or that. I don't something there was like I don't like that. And then meat side down. Do you do meat side down? Because I know we've gone both ways with that. I know we've done meat side down. We've done meat side up. I feel like it doesn't really matter because it's going to be steaming either way. Do you want it to be just steaming, or if you put meat side down, then it's braising as well? It's going to braise. So, so when we had Heath Rouse on in, in, in a video that, that I watched with him, uh, he had um, the guy from Killer Hogs on. What's Malcolm Reed? Malcolm Reed, right? Mm-hmm. Which which should be. He was actually supposed to be on last night, I, I but know. we had to reschedule. So he is coming. He's going to be on the show. Malcolm Reed will be on. It's going to be a, a, probably a month or two down the road. Right, right. With that video, I'll tell you right now, I don't. I'm doing that method that they did. That is hands down the best looking ribs I saw come off of spare ribs that come off just being showcased. I was like, don't do anything else to them. I was, I was looking. I was like, don't touch them anymore. Don't put any sauce them. Don't do shit. Just whatever. And I'll, I'll show you the video, John. It's a beautiful rack of ribs that that, that they did on those. Um, so that that method that they have and it's, it's it's all Heath. I think it's Heath's. It's all of his lines that he's producing mm-hmm. or whatever else. Oh my God, game changer! Yeah, I need to watch that video. I know you guys yeah. talked about that a little bit uh, when we had him on. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, so meat side down. It's funny. Back in the day, we never did meat side down. We always did meat side up, uh, and we let we wanted to make sure that it just basically. Uh, I, my thought process and, and probably James at the time was like, let the let the glaze. You're, you're starting you're starting a small glaze on it. You don't want it too much. You don't want it to to, to burn in the next right. two hours. That's right? what I worry about. Uh, but but you we started a little bit, get a little flavor profile going. Uh, but I thought it was like, well, it'll just drain and cascade over top, and it'll put a nice sheen on it. Right. Uh, to be honest with you, a lot of times that we'd open it up, we would. I, I would see that the whatever we put on there had already heated up, melted, and ran completely off to where I'm having I'm looking at it like almost like a white pork meat with seasoning <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like when you have the meat side down, then it's just braised and all the when you go to flip it back over and do whatever, everything is left in the juices in the bottom of that foil and now you've got Nothing left on it because it's just been boiling in your in your juices. It, it has been so it has that been boiling true. in the juices a little bit and whatever. But I think it picks that color up that you're looking for. You can always glaze. That's why you always glaze again. You glaze, set it back on, let it go, pull it off, whatever. But um, but yeah, I think me for me personally, I will probably always do meat side down going going forward. I the meat side up, I just feel like I feel like you're exposing your your meat to it's above the liquid line or above your your sauce line or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there and it's just cooking, burning. Like in my in my mind, I'm like it's burning. <laughs> I need to pull that over or whatever else. So I I was a meat side up. I'm a meat side down person now. So what about you, James? All right, we flip flop back and forth. Uh, I think now I'm on meat side up. So we'll. we'll Go we'll, figure. We'll, we'll, st- <laughs> we'll stick with that for a while and see. It, it's at home. I probably do meat side up. At, at doing competitions, I probably do meat side down because IBCA. I, I want that meat to braise. 
fall off the bone. Fall off the bone. Yeah. Uh, we can add more seasoning to it. To, basically, you get uh, a lot of that that ajou, that that liquid that collects as you're cooking, if you do in foil. So you have the, all that ajou, perfect flavor for you to dump into a uh, um, like a, a separator. Mm-hmm. Pull out that that. Would you say the turkey baster? Turkey baster? Eh, no, the, well, the, the oil separator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. so you can sit there and separate the 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 broth. Yep. Versus the just, the, just the oils, and then you can dump that into a barbecue sauce mm-hmm. to make it super extra rich. What'd you say those are called? It's a, it's an oil separator. Yeah. Oh. So okay. you pour like you pour your ajou you get from like out of the out of the um, whether it's brisket or ribs or, or whatever. whatever. It's right. Sorry, I, I feel like Rick Vaughn needed some of those pitches in Major League to help him. What? And I must. What? <laughs> Are you talking about Major League One? Number two. Okay, I don't want to. When he I... used to have the Eliminator and the. <laughs> nice. Did you smoke a joint before you came here, or what? <laughs> what just happened to you? Hey, not, not to get off to a side uh, story. So yesterday I walked inside. Emma and Laura are watching the Sandlot, and I'm like, "What? Hey, what's happening here? I like the Sandlot. I like the Sandlot. I'm like, why can't I watch it? That's what right. you're saying. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys are on, so I was watching yeah. a football game. I was, that was like, uh, we're, we're gonna watch this again. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even think you would like this movie, and then. She's watching a trailer for My Girl. Mm, you know, talking mm-hmm, about yep, the uh, the yep, talking or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, that's a sad one. Yes. She's like, I ever watched a trailer for it. Yeah, I already saw him in the coffin. I'm like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Quit watching trailers. So if they watch the trailer, they know the end result. Yeah. How do you watch the movie at that point? Right. 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 Yeah. So, I don't know. It was ugly, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on tangent on that. I just, I, I like the Eliminator and the, the called, at one point he called the Masturbator and the. And the, the terminator yeah. and the oil separator. So yeah. now we have that. That's a new pitch. Yep. Okay. Anyhow, all right. Back to y'all story. <laughs> so uh, okay. So now we're to the point where we're cooking in the foil. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to cook for approximately, and I would say we we always started off with just a two-two method: two hours smoke, two hours wrapping full. Right. That's flexible on that that second. Try course. it out first. Oh yeah. If it comes out like super, just fall off the bone. You're like, oh, that's just too much. And then, hey, dial it back. Go an hour and a half. Right. Well, if you're Maybe. maintaining your temperature every day, think about this. Every day is different. Cooking outside on a pit every day, your times going to be a little bit different. Whatever else, uh, I do think probing your probing your ribs and, and and going to that desired temperature is what you're really looking for. Right. So, like, I, I know. There's some people like, hey, listen, I pull my ribs at 195 or whatever it is, and then I wait for them to rest, let it gain that extra five, you know, degrees, and then that's where I want to be at 200. And I've seen I want to be at 203. I want to be at 190, you know, for that perfect bite, uh, or 195 or whatever it is, for that perfect bite. That way, um, you know, out of KCBS or whatever. So you, there's so many different. It's you got to find what you like, but I would actually recommend buying a probe using the probe for the last two hours and finding that number you want to be at and yeah. 
and pulling it. I feel like it's kind of like brisket, though. There's still going to be like a little bit of variation like between one rack of ribs and the next one. Mm-hmm. One 203 isn't going to be the same as the next one. For me, I'm still I'm still grabbing the ribs, picking them up, and kind of feeling like the flexibility. Right, right. It's like almost breaking, but not quite breaking. That's where I want yeah. it to be. If it's falling apart, then obviously it's way yeah. overcooked. And you also want to look at the, like the pullback, the right, meat right, right. from the bones. You want to look at that as well because yeah. that's going to be a sure. very good like uh, telling factor. Are these ribs pretty much close to be done? I mean, if you if you unwrap it and you see those ribs are. Uh, maybe just uh, all those teeth are showing all yes, the teeth exactly. you see all the teeth showing you're like oh that's good but if you open it up and none of the teeth are showing you're like something went wrong like either yeah, your, right. your pits malfunctioned or you didn't cook as hot as you thought you were or something yeah so would you say like you know like the probes they're more of a more of a guideline yeah for I guess sure you could say you know what i mean you know, a lot of people don't understand they're like well it says this that means i can pull it yeah. but if you pull it and it's standing out flat like a goddamn surfboard then I, I I don't know if that's very good ribs, right? It's not. Well, pro- probably not going to be. Well, it, de- it depends on what you're if you're cooking in the backyard or you're cooking for a competition. Sure. For for a competition, I think the the more you can dial in your temperature, dial in your time, and then dial in the degree or temperature you want your your meat to be at. All in all, the, it should break down almost the same. Now you could have a little bit tougher one, or one just a little bit more fall off the bone. But all in all, they're going to be. It's going to be right there, like you know, two hundred three and two hundred five for a a brisket is kind of where you kind of want to be, anyways, mm-hmm. right? Now I've cooked one at at two at two hundred four, two hundred five. That I was like, that's not done. It needs more time in there, right? Yeah, right. And then and then we went to two nine, two hundred nine on it, and then it was like, hey, perfect. Let's pull it. Uh, it's probably the same thing for a rib as well. But I mean, I think. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, use it as a guideline. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're using that probe for the temperature, but you're also using it to see, like, how tender does it feel? You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. If you don't have a probe, um, get a toothpick. I mean, sit there and probe Mm -hmm. it. It's like what we mentioned, like, way before in one of the earlier episodes, like, take a stick of butter and leave it out for two or three days uh, inside your house. Just let it go room temperature. And then take a stick of butter... I mean, a, a, a toothpick, and then stick it into the stick of butter. That's that, like, uh, what would you say? That that's that, um, that but, but feel. You're, but you're, you're, leave the, the wrapper on. Yeah, leave the wrapper on. Mm-hmm. That's right. Poke it. That's that, that feel that you're looking for, whether you're doing ribs or whether you're yeah. doing brisket. It's the resistance. You want that nice, easy resistance. You don't want to, like, have to sit there and fight it. And I mean, you guys know. Um well, that was something, if you remember last week, or what is it, a week and a half ago when we did the briskets. I was just going to say, because some of those. At like, 190. Yeah, 195-ish. Like, they were like, like, like uh, they're done. Pull like, it. That feels like butter. Like, like, we're, we wanted to be like, no, it needs to go to 203 or yeah. 201 or something. But it was like, they were done. They were done. Well, once you go through why. that and you're like, I mean, don't, don't second guess yourself. Once you feel the meat, you know what you're feeling for. Yep. Pull it off. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess seven, I'm, 15, I'm, 17 hours later, they were done. I'm going to say something very, very stupid. Oh, shit. Hold on. But, we're but, recording. <laughs> no, but it's, okay, it's, no, it's, no, it's, record, it's record worthy. So, y'all talking about the temperature light, right? So, oh, you can pull it at this temperature, right? Because it's ready. Almost to me, it's like, it seems like maybe that piece of brisket, like the certain song that 
that you know like me and matt we we uh oh shit my wife is here ex-wife actually um but now you just made me lose my train of thought all right but, cut that but, shit about up. a song music yeah. and brisket okay. you and that's matt, what i heard wow song something about a temperature brisket likes a song to a certain no wow Okay, we'll cut that. You gotta quit. Yeah, you gotta lay out. off the weed, man. <laughs> this thing's okay, yeah, we need I, to, I, I was going somewhere, and I just lost my whole train. I didn't to, expect you to, to be here. Recipe. Raymond okay. just left, yeah. and you just showed uh, up like five minutes later. I will say, um, you know, cooking cooking a piece of rib or cooking a slab of ribs and having it go to 203, 205, not the worst thing in the world. They're going to be really tender. Mm-hmm. Fall off the bone. One thing I've noticed that that we do in a competition is that we we will we'll pull them, we vent them, we wrap, we, we'll roll all the tinfoil down right to where it's nice and like almost like a little boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go back, add our our sauces, our glaze, go back to the pit, and even though it's still going to be it's it's almost fault that you probably twist the bone and pull them out. I think it does help. And firming up the meat a little bit, it firms yeah. everything up mm. a little bit to where you think there's no firms way up the sauce, the sauce yeah. for sure. But I think it allows a little bit extra for the. I don't know why I think this, but I've had, I've had rapture ribs where I put picked up before and they break in half. I'm like, oh my god! And then I get another one that I get to the pit, and it could just be the rack of the rib or whatever. Uh, is there glaze? They go on for like 20, 30 minutes. I pull them back out. I'm able to pick them up normal and put them on the cutting board and start cutting so um yeah for me that's that's something that i, I don't know if i always do that on the backyard but probably i do i always go back to put a glaze on i always let the, the, mm-hmm. the sauce sit back up slice them and then um is there a resting time do, do you rest your ribs yeah I, w- I would say rest them just for a little bit mm-hmm. at least 30 minutes or so i mean you don't want them to to sit Probably like a couple hours. I mean, it's just could be a little, little bit too much. But uh, yeah, probably rest them a little bit. But uh, kind of a, a recipe that we can give out. Not really a recipe, but so. It, did if did you say a recipe? Recipe. So one, uh, I, I guess, not really. A, one recipe I can give you guys. So use your favorite barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. whether it's Sweet Baby Ray's or whatever, whatever it is, for the glaze, the finishing glaze. Use your, your sauce and then add a handful of brown sugar, a little squeeze of honey, and then a couple dashes of your favorite hot sauce. Put that on the stove, heat that up, put it on low heat, not super, super high. Basically, you're just wanting that sugar to dissolve a little bit. And then you can do that ahead of time. Use that to glaze your ribs mm-hmm. for the last like 20 minutes. Dude, so good. I would 100% agree with you. And then you have awesome ribs. Yeah, you have the two-two yeah. method. And if you've been two-two listening method. for the last three hours, that's our rib <laughs> recipe. <laughs> what did you say? I didn't hear you. Uh, I said, if you've been listening for the last three hours, that's our rib recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that, you took notes. That how long y'all been going? Uh, no. But, hey, that will be on our website. I will try to get it up before this thing drops. So. You'll get a more condensed version of <laughs> yes, that. If you're I sitting here so. confused, like, what did they yeah. just say? Right. We don't know either. It'll I'm be on the website. Kai. <laughs> I'm going to bring on uh, John over here. Go for it. The fucking website is solid. Yeah, dude. it's really good. Yeah. It is. Go check it out. It is solid. Okay, hey, where, where, sh- where should we look at? 
The what website. is it called? Yeah. Somebody should give him the business. Exactly. Alden. Give him the business. Everything you need to know. Everything I needed to know. I didn't even know I needed to know it until I went and found out that I needed to know it. And that was on grabhemandthebrisket.com. And as soon as I went there, I, uh, I bought some shirts. Maybe I didn't buy some shirts. But if you want to buy some shirts, they're available. Uh, like I say, I mean, guys, go to uh, grabthebrisket.com. You grabthebrisket.com. Yes. Perfect. And I'm pretty sure you can find a link to the One More Rib t-shirt. Yes, yes. Go to the swag Check shop. Out. Check out the <laughs> that swag is available shirts. there. How I much mean, for one rib? All the merch. <laughs> that, that is true, too. I mean, is, yeah. ha, has anybody definitively said how much it is for a one rib? Nope. It's on the website. Go check it out, folks. It's still nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Okay. Hey, is it time for a beer review? It might be a time for a beer review. <laughs> yes. Here comes a beer this review. This is the Grab and the Brisket. Beer review. We have, uh, and I'm excited about this one. This is another one, another one from Saloon Door, and this is called Rainidiculous, which I think is a play on their Ridiculous AF. And this is a peanut butter white chocolate Russian Imperial Stout. It definitely is a play on their Ridiculous AF. Right, it has the same flying pig. It, it does. I feel uh, like it's, it's going to taste the same. It's about to have the it, same. I don't. I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's going to we'll taste see. a little bit different. Uh, here, I, I cannot say enough about this company. They have a great logo, a great, uh, I guess, artwork that they're putting on their cans. Mm-hmm. They're not wrapped, right? These are like stickered cans, I guess. I don't know what this is. It is a wrap. Uh, <laughs> but it's done really well, okay? It's not whatever. And, and again, I do love the artwork. The artwork is really, really yeah. good. It's so, the, the pig is tattooed like the other one, but this one has tattoos that are Christmas-related. It's more female. It's more a female pig, right? Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Those eyes. I've seen eyes like that. That's like bedroom eyes. Oh, hey. Woo. <laughs> all right. Mm, hey. Piggy. There we go. Does it have shit? <laughs> Does it have tits? <laughs> That's right. You can't say that. You cannot say that. Does it uh, have <laughs> Yes, you can say tits. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've got nipples. Can you milk me? Yeah. So, uh, guys, I am so happy that we're doing this tonight. And we're doing one of our favorite, my favorite things is the beer review. So, um, they don't really say much about this. There's no, like, that's probably the one thing I wish they would do is, like, I'm not saying give me a like an article or right. whatever else, but give me a little backstory on a little this. Back, give me backstory on the brewmaster. Yeah, what, what, what do he's something. Doing well, it that does day. tell us. It does tell us that it is 11.8 percent alcohol Ooh. by volume. Ew. Ew. <laughs> so that's a thing. Yeah, hey. that means I'm not drinking this. What's this? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. I can't wait yeah. for this. I think this, Saloon Door is quickly becoming one of my like top favorite. Oh, I love this brewing place. companies. And yeah, I mean, this one smells fantastic. It, it give, does. Give it a taste. Describe the smell for this. Yummy. I don't know. It's like it smells like burnt chocolate. Shit, James. Okay. <laughs> it smells like a horrible podcast. What the hell was that? <laughs> Looks like Callie's getting after it. Somebody's not my cats. My okay. cats are uh, inside. Somebody's making bedroom eyes at the cat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, I somebody post a picture of this damn pig. It, tell me, is it a boy or girl? I, I don't know. Uh, 
Okay, I, man, I'm digging the smell. Mm-hmm. I'm digging the smell. Let's see here. Very rich. I'm getting like coffee oh. flavors. Definitely a coffee note to this. Mm-hmm. It's got a little sweetness to it. Oh I don't man, know, this is tasty. This is a little bit of tasty. sweetness. This is like a good it. solid stout. I Holy like it. moly! There's a little bit of peanut butter in the in the very end aftertaste, but it's it's it's, it's mostly coffee and a little bit of white chocolate yeah are we sure uh this just isn't the ridiculous af just with the uh, i think Christmas it is skin on it <laughs> no it's it not is. james no the, the ridiculous af uh, definitely has more, more of a harsher not harsher but it's more of a you don't taste the alcohol yeah the yeah. bites there for this one this is way smoother uh, and you're not getting all that peanut butter that you get in the ridiculous af mm-hmm this is probably the best russian imperial style beer i've ever had I've had I'm, quite a few of them. Matt, I'm right <laughs> there with you right now. And I, I want you to know, I've already had three or four different scores I posted in my brain on this, on this one right here. <laughs> so, me too. Yeah, James well, is fixing to ruin this shit. Let James, let's I've let James go last scores. on this one. Uh, that way, James has plenty of time to, to full body, just smell and drink that yeah. one. And, You're uh, hoping I drink this glass and get drunk and <laughs> give it a nice score. I don't How care. do you feel about the smell, though? Do you like the smell? I don't care what you score, James. I don't really me. care for the smell. I like the taste better than the smell. Really? Hmm. Damn it. Okay. It definitely smells like a toasty... It smells like a waffle. Like a, like a toasted chocolate waffle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And a solo cup. I like it. Alden, I think you've been quiet. What do you think of this thing? Uh, Ten. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Okay, next... <laughs> Just wow. kidding. A, a ten hell? Well, no, what he, he's getting. Okay, okay. What are you giving it? Attention is what I'm about to tell you. Mm. <laughs> um, he takes one more sip. Are you narrating? Oh, yes, so I am. good, guys. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. It's, it's it so went good. down my throat. It was solid all the way down there. Okay. It is pushing That's, the. Uh, it's hey, pushing right? COVID out. <laughs> you don't have COVID for me. We're just I used to. Him. It is a nine point nine for me. Ooh, okay. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. A nine nine. <laughs> That's what he said. I've that is the been. highest score we've ever given on this podcast. No, nine, nine. no he's I've, given a ten, yeah. at least three times. Antis <laughs> <Okay>. Lindor. <laughs> okay, I hey. love their beers. Hey, you know what? It's this is your score. This is your time. I love it. Hey, I love it too. Okay, this thing is toasty. It's strong, but it's it's still super smooth. It doesn't taste strong though. It does not taste. Yeah, strong. it's strong, but they 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 no, hide it's it strong, real well. But like it's, it's but it's not like overpowering. Yeah, it's not strong. like a liquor strong. It's like yeah. there's this a strong good. flavor, but it's yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna be. Good. I'm gonna go nine two. Nine. I'm gonna go nine point two. Nine point two. Okay, not <laughs> nine as well because he didn't say nine. Yeah. I'm gonna say nine point two. Nine point two. Good score. That's what a good score. Well, nine nine. I'm gonna. That's a I'm rookie. Gonna, it's almost rookie issue <laughs> right there. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna skip right in line because I'm giving. That's exactly what I was gonna give it as well. A nine point two. I mean, it's nice and toasty. Same, same. All the notes that they they comment on here, they hit with the whole white chocolate PB and J, the Russian stout. I mean, it's just awesome. I agree. I'm going to H E B in the morning on the way to work. <laughs> I'm picking up a little four pack of this little bad boy, and I'm going to consume two of those on the way to work. Tomorrow's That's Thursday. How much <laughs> Tomorrow I is love Thursday. This beer. I feel like it's like a breakfast. No, it's not like a breakfast. It's like. It's a brunch. Just call it it's brunch. It's like a dessert. Call it brunch. It's okay to drink. That's right. That's right. Uh, brunch. I got one more drink of this, guys. I'm sorry. This is so good. You can just skip dinner and drink this and get your meal. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it is uh, very dark. So am I. <sighs> I that that noise be... you're hearing is Jane's okay. brain coming up with the score. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on the fence with this one. It's, an, it's definitely a nine. Go with your heart. <laughs> it's a nine five. Ooh, Ooh, damn. 9-5. Okay. Okay. Now, James, how and do you feel about James. ruining this yeah. for us? <laughs> Inter- now enters Alden his first what? week of drinking different beers. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm still drinking it. I'm just so. kidding. Just joking. <laughs> I'm still I'm chewing it. <laughs> chewing it? <laughs> that fucking shit is good. Really I'm actually good. buying this for Kayla for Christmas now. I'm going to wrap this up, put it under the tree. Because hey, she's going to love this one, too. Why would you yeah, not? I'm your neighbor, too. Why would you not? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put it in Emma's stocking as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. She's 10 or 11. <laughs> and, she's I, 11. and I cleared the trees out of your uh, oh. side of your house, by the way. Thank so. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I like it. I mean, it's great beer. I mean, it, it's something that's... Uh, you can't drink more than two or three or whatever. I drink four of them. I mean, you could try. I mean, you definitely could. <laughs> I would not. No, I, I love this. I'm I, not drinking three of them. That's I for can't. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm not. Me either. No. One of them, I'm like, uh, so, I mean, that kind of plays into my scoring capabilities or scoring my, I didn't capacity. know that. I thought you were drinking. I thought you were Your saying, algorithm. My, uh, it, Exactly, John. No, I, I don't understand, James. I thought you were judging this based on how do you like the way this beer tastes now, not whether you, I th- I thought not we broke whether you can have of three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, broke me of that. Yeah. Okay, so how how it tastes to me now? Yes, it, it has a little bitter. Mm-hmm. It does. Note. It, it definitely has a nice al- alcohol kick to it, which is great. I'm a I get a little so bit of the. Tonight. I get a little bit of the chocolate. I get a little bit of the peanut butter. I mean, super great. I just don't know if I'm that high. But can you, do you on taste the, the white chocolate? I I can't differentiate. Maybe my palate is just a little un, un yeah. unrefined or his un, palate uh, is colorblind. What, yeah. what would you say? Uh, <laughs> not as refined as your your palates here, guys, but. Mm. Mm. I can't. I mean, uh, you know what? You don't like the day that Aldo's no, palate like for yeah, beer right. was like more it. refined than James's. Yeah. What is it today? I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna give this like a nine. What's your score, James? He said nine. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a solid probably eight point five. Okay, eight and a half. That's, that's, that's a good so score. Good. It's yeah. way higher than what I thought you were. Yeah, say. it's a good beer. I'm just not going all in. No, no, I'm not either. But you asked me to grade this beer on the drinks I just had. I'm going to say it's a 9.5. Yeah, you're all in. You said 9.5. That's all in. Oh, no, I'm not all I'm in. I'm 9.2. Yeah. I'm all in. Super yeah. tasty. I, I mean, would drink I would drink a four-pack, and I would probably crawl home. I would, too. We should do that. Uh, we do a... Oh, we should we'll, do, we'll do that. Grab them the brisket Christmas episode where we all drink four of them. Yes. And just and see how and that and goes. And then try to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I give this a 9-2, assuming I'm not going to drink more than one beer. I'm not sitting down drinking a whole four-pack of these no, no. at one time. I'm like, mm, no, that was you, a good beer. You can drink four of those, though. If you were, if a gun is against your head, you oh, drink yeah. a four. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Perfect. I could. Okay. I just, I'll get a gun. I'm not going to do it. It's fine. <laughs> you do a lot of things with a gun to your head. Right, right. 
De- definitely a tasty beer. Uh, I love everything that Saloon Dorn is. Saloon Dorn. Saloon what? You see how that? What, <laughs> talking what about you, uh, you see how that beer grabbing a hold of Roger me? Dorn? Hey, what's his name? We see the hey, beer. What's the his name in uh, Major League? Dorn. Roger Dorn. Roger Dorn. I had like <laughs> eight ounces of this beer and you it started to hold me. You see my contract? It's right yeah. here. Yeah. Hey, oh Saloon Dorn. I love it. I don't know about you, but. Uh, Joe Boone needs a refill over here. <laughs> oh, that was Harris. Yeah, Harris. Hey, bartender. Joe Boone needs a refill. And then what's he get immediately? Fucking it's a bat, bat to the head. head. Yeah. <laughs> Love Major League. All right. Hey. Love the beer. Okay. I think that uh, that concludes Concludes it. our grabbing the brisket. Grabbing the brisket. Review. Wow, you really uh, remixed that one there. <laughs> what was that? I don't That's good. Know. All right. That's weird. I mean, we didn't even get like a one like, hoo-hoo. No. Nope. Do it now. Change it up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Hey, guys. Just want to appreciate all of y'all coming back from Thanksgiving. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we should be doing a lot more of these. Uh, drinking more of these beers, for sure. And we will. So... Uh, thank you all for this tonight. I I, I really needed this. I, and I think I, we're I gonna know. have what one more one more recorded before the end of the year. Everyone so, looking at me. I don't yeah, know. we're looking at you, yeah, John. We're gonna try. Yeah, we're gonna try to do yeah. at least one more. Do what okay. we can. Yeah, for hey. the people. It's for the people. It's you not know, for us. Somebody's driving the, the Christmas. People. You know, wherever they're going, they can be listening to the right. last right. episode of the year. Earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs <laughs> for sure. Hey, so we we definitely appreciate the support of the the listeners, the followers. The people. Day, my people and the view. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Hello. I don't know, man. No, you're not supposed to do anything. So, guys, <laughs> hey, check out the grabbingthebrisket.com. Uh, from there, you, you can find all the links to our social media pages. And Some of the recipes that we I have out there. As well. I know we keep so. touting or we keep telling you guys that we're going to have more coming. Pretty soon, as far as recipes go. That's true. Uh, to the, the, the TikTok video that we have on Grabbing the Brisket that went viral. I mean, uh, yeah. go check that out. Pump that up a little bit. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, something else is that I, I've got some pictures of some uh, ribs that we've done yeah, and uh, the recipes that we have for that. So we'll, we'll post that. Uh, John, please get on that. You need to hurry. Okay? Uh, I'm, I'm tired of, course, of wasting yeah. time with you. I I uh, what are we paying you for? Here, here's what are we my paying phone. For? You huh? can yeah. use it. Okay. If yeah. you need it. Okay. Hey, All hey, right. Uh, shamelessly, like, plugging, like, hey, grabbing the brisket mugs, grabbing the brisket t-shirts. I mean, they make fantastic, like, holiday gifts for your... Um, your loved ones. Barbecue hey, uh, superstar in your the life. The hoodies? The hoodies are freaking awesome, so... They're, they're, yeah, they are. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Huh? And <laughs> this concludes the episode. Hey, of... all right. See you there. Thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate you. <laughs> I hate that. I, I hate that we're, we're plugging. Hey, go buy our shit. All right, and bye. bye. And then we're lead. <laughs> yeah. We're out. Well, if you stay tuned and let it keep rolling, you're going to hear another. It's going to roll into another episode. Yes. That's good. Loop around episode one. That's right. You guys don't know. I mean, I listen to every episode as. Like I'm a fan because I love listening to the show. Who's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, time out. Don't answer that. Uh, <laughs> Cliffhanger. Okay, here is something Find I out think next I, week that Raymond. I propose. Raymond might be your favorite. He was he was pretty prevalent earlier. Yeah, he was. I, he was. Uh, he, uh, I didn't expect that. But I, um, 
I think we should all shotgun a saloon door <laughs> before we do the next podcast next week's. Because I, it's a loosener. It loosens you up. So it's, it's good oil for the. Bones. We're not interviewing somebody, are we? That. <laughs> no, that's perfect. But you bring the beer next. Time. Hey, yeah, hey, perfect. Yeah, I'll do it. Y'all yeah. guys vote if Jan should shotgun beers <sighs> before the episode. I'll shotgun six of them. <laughs> okay, I'm not editing that. <laughs> Last time Jan was drunk. Yesterday? He had Oprah and Ellen fighting each other. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hey, guys. We appreciate you guys listening. We love you guys. We'll see you later. Yep. Peace. Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Wait, I ain't going away yet. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Thanks for listening, guys. Special thanks to our sponsors, Jealous Devil Charcoal, Getty, Cooley Nation, Cambro Manufacturing, Texas Brew Hopper, Smoke Sheet, and Fiesta Spices. For more information on those companies, please check out our website at grabthebrisket.com.